Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have some enlightenment time before we head on out. And as we looked at loneliness, I have come across a study or two actually on how much loneliness actually brings about changes to the brain, not in a positive way. And they're actually still looking into it. So there's two studies. One was with a small sample of 66 people the other one was bigger of 400,000 or 40,000 in London let me go check it out I have the article opened so the loneliness and right here's what it looks like 40,000 there you go a study of 40,000 participants shows specific signatures in the brain scans of lonely people loneliness is linked to variations in gray matter volume and connections in the brain default network this area of the brain is connected to the use of imagination memory future planning and daydreaming i won't read to you the articles but if you're interested in them let me know uh, the study was done in uk or this was called from uk's biobank an open access to database for international health scientists the researchers had access to magnetic resonance imaging data as well as genetics and psychological self-assessments so we have uh, 40,000 participants aged 40 to 69 and remember our physiological brain actually completes maturing its frontal lobes which is for the executive decision maker stuff by the age of 25 at least for now this is the data shows this for the female biological body and 28 for the male biological body and the default network here's where um, they say that uh, the default network an area of the brain responsible for memories as well as social cognition and imagination it's employed when we focus on the past or think about the future or daydream about a different present and lonely people's default networks were wired together stronger and unexpectedly had more gray matter volume i don't understand if that's a good thing or not it's bolded lonely people also seem to show more preservation in the structure of the fornix also bolded the fornix would be the nerve fiber bundle that transmits signals from the hippocampus to the default network and the hippocampus if you remember is also the area of memory this is where when we get angry the reason uh, we start to feel foggy is because the cortisol, this is from an infographic on nicabm.com that shares with us what happens to our brain and our body when we get angry and why it's toxic, essentially, the chemistry, you know, and here's the part about if you move into an integrated mind, a restored embodied self, which is what an enlightenment soul age person will for sure achieve at the very least, if not more, because they're also a person who's intellectually interested in a lot of different concepts and not in a way of they have to be true but in a way of actually wow there's a lot of interesting information out there and then they're also passionate from the heart in a way that's easy going because they know they're not the only ego in town so they're open like adults are to all conversations and to learning wow i saw this article it really gave me a new interesting input and to perhaps not be reactive when i read some title which might just be a clickbait title and actually to watch this you know like i I was in this situation recently where i saw the title 
and then the video played had i not watched part of the video which was being played i don't know if i would have been interested in re in, in watching it because the title read in a way of like why would i be interested in this subject because of how that was posed instead when you watch the video it's actually something that is supporting to remember that all people are people and when people use these words and when media uses these words and i mean i did political science so i know about media which is why i know that on impact when i see something it will be either it grabs my attention or it doesn't and that there is an inclined predisposition of i'm uninterested so when i started watching like ah, you know i really need to try to keep this in mind but you know the part about us having only 24 hours that's what also gives us not a challenge but it's like okay if i can only read a certain amount of material i'm gonna navigate gravitate towards that which i will be inclined my limbic system will share with me that which it thinks has more value it will be based on my emotional response and people don't think that emotions have anything to do with anything outside instead that's actually what gets you going if it doesn't feel right or good and so in this case the sentence and the title and the topic didn't feel quote-unquote good because it felt divisive it felt accusational it felt like it was judging the person and it felt like something that was just this random again title and people judging each other so it did not call to my mind or heart in a way of interest however when watching it so again knowing that our emotions are what lead us is important and knowing that that means it's a subjective experience what you read what you click on and being aware of your own self and so here's what i get to share with those who want to move into their enlightenment soul age group or their functional adult as an actual person who moves into full-on compassion your infinite higher human consciousness potential experience is about you being aware that you the person have a subjective way of feeling and thinking taking ownership is a step that leads you to being able to be in equanimity if you want which is then what can lead you to more and this enlightenment soul age group is something very beautiful we'll talk a little bit about some of the mystical 5d mystics clear stuff today as well but let me finish reading this uh what else what is responsible for the brain differences between people who feel lonely and those who don't the scientists think the answer lies in the function of the default network lonely people tend to use their imagination memories and hopes more contend the researchers in an effort to manage their isolation okay so they use more of the, mem- the imagination memories and they sit in their thoughts um the studies lead author nathan sprang from the neuro montreal neurological institute hospital of mcgill university in canada linked the use of the inner world by lonely people to their unexpected findings i'm going to quote she's quoted this is always this is big think yeah the big think which is also part of the well this is a really great i need to find out more about these this, these two platforms but um, in the absence of desired social experiences lonely individuals may be biased towards internally directed thoughts such as reminiscing or imagining social experiences stated sprang in a press release we know these cognitive abilities are meditated mediated excuse me by the default network brain regions so this heightened focus on self-reflection and possibly imagined social experiences would naturally engage the memory-based functions of the default network 
okay i'm not i'm not going to read more of that and i just got lost in that last sentence by the way like i'm still trying to understand certain parts but i probably won't get to today uh the scientists think their research can help paint a fuller picture of loneliness and how to treat it as she as the amount of people experiencing such feelings grows affecting their health studies on older people showed loneliness was linked to a stronger risk of dementia and cognitive issues so she goes on to say or this is quoted again human evolution has been shaped by selection pressures towards enhanced inter-individual cooperation right the scientists in their study social interactions are crucial for survival and for and fulfillment our species extraordinary reliance on other individuals has led to the characterization of humans as the quote-unquote ultra social animal consequently the absence of sufficient social engagement can impose substantial physical and psychological costs quote-unquote close now before we move to our topic because see it was either today or yesterday that i mentioned to you something about loneliness and when people are saying oh i'm gonna be oh i'm alone or i want to be alone and i don't want people around me and the indication that that is not you in an ideal mental health for you not not for anyone it doesn't mean you it's not meant to stigmatize people have been taking a lot of information to support their own lifestyle it's about being able to be reasonable with yourself and understand these emotions again are what fuel you and being a loner is only going to be for reasons of not finding as this article actually like when i was done with that episode towards the end of the day i was like wow okay i need to read this because it totally shares what i was giving you conceptually but this is where this is a smaller study 66 people if i'm not mistaken brain scans hint that lonely individuals process the world differently and so this is also another part when people move into the structural dissociation or move into areas where they don't actually take a look at their life with the reflection because there's criticism because there's a negative feeling in the body and this is where we as a community want to come together and talk about topics not label them so when people are like oh i'm a loner again that's not really a positive and if you're a loner it means you're choosing to be alone which means you don't like people which means you have not been accepted or something's up you're a loner because you enjoy time a person who enjoys i enjoy my time of learning but i don't call myself a loner i'm not a loner and these movies that people watch and they go from teenagers to adults i mean this is really the only way i can help make it make sense to me maria the person because i don't know how you grow up to not realize that certain statements are are bs they're just bullshit and or they're hiding feelings that are of inadequacy and security and if addressed then you can move beyond them and gain an actual self-empowered life which is very freeing and liberating even if you don't move into that enlightenment soul age group or your infinite higher human consciousness potential even if you just stay you know a little bit more than that adaptive child an average bear that gossips or does whatever with other people and at least you have friends at least you have a life so the, the reality is people who use certain words they will have not learn to love themselves yet and they will not have looked at their family of origin and their own upbringing and it's not in a way of let me criticize my 
family no it's in a way of wait okay as i grew up these are traits that i could notice we can notice things about ourselves i notice my bossiness my my little bit of tones and all that i've noticed it my entire life my my mannerisms i just don't think i have to be not confident because people don't like confidence this is the part i can learn to use my words and then that's about it the fact is the only people who are triggered by confidence are the very same people that you know maybe they could do a little bit of inter inner inner exploration and say huh why am i getting all pissy about something they don't do they some do maybe i know that i've never heard someone who's gotten basically triggered if you will to say something about their own awareness no usually they're in their transference mode it's your fault or you're the one or you know there there's there's ignoring the emotional reaction completely and the grown-ups know how to ignore as well because why would we bother trying to talk about something that obviously is not in your peripheral view of your own self which is your body heart mind you the human being you too busy uttering words that you're not listening to doing actions that you're not paying attention to being the inconsistent teenager that grew up to be an adult and plus the ones with the extra layer that's quite unfortunate leading even furthermore a lifestyle that will not bring them a higher vital energy so let me read this because there's also other stuff for today's episode that i just popped into my mind a study shows that the brains of lonely individuals respond in odd ways to visual stimuli while those of non-lonely people react similarly loneliness is quote-unquote the state of distress or discomfort that results when one perceives a gap between one's desires for social connection and actual experiences of it so this means when you are not being met in your social connection and what you think you should experience expectations relationships let me think hmm connective communication contingent communication expecting experiencing it all can go back to you when you were that infant and that attachment category and your charge states and you the human you with actual somatics and trauma-informed lovely lovely information that i will keep sharing with you so it all goes back to actual insecurity now daniel siegel uses non-secure because he knows insecurity can mean something different and offend people i don't think it's offensive to let people in on a little secret those who are reactive emotionally are insecure they can go around talking about leaders all they want who were dictators and forceful and yada 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 every time i've heard that sentence in my brain i'm like bullshit the great leaders actually built and here's one quote that we shared that on youtube one of the videos i put out a short and this is always from the well and the big thing this is the one guy who talks about monkeys and our opposable thumbs i don't remember his name but he's a renowned one of the sciences i just don't remember which one i'm pretty sure so he talks about how well one the sentence of the the actual video was um it was something along the lines of uh, why are there not more successful or intelligent people something like that let me see if i can find it for us quickly while i'm in our recording and the same video it's the same short he has so why aren't there more intelligent creatures and then pessimists versus optimists who wins 
and so when he begins this sentence success he says is is for those who are optimists those who are pessimists don't win wars and he quotes eisenhower or something like that obviously the war part is really um, there it would be nice to have no wars but what he says about optimism is we see the future and we look to the future with trying to get things organized so this is why the pessimist ah we i won't do anything ah this is exactly where shame is invisible hiding away sitting in regret deciding that it's done i'm dead it's over you know the pessimist won't ever get anywhere which is where the doomsday people you know they could do differently what they do so while human beings who are still moving into their healing because the only reason you would choose a pessimistic outlook on life is because you have suffering in your body because you have suffering with the world and you didn't make sense of it in a way that can move into post-traumatic growth let's let's use that word for now and so trauma too much too soon too quick trauma feelings i know that my lovely somatics teacher said it gets used too much yeah but you know what i see a lot of people who apparently don't know how to manage their emotions like grown-ups and then look at how it affects their brain meaning their thinking process because apparently it isn't all about the mindset it has to be the outside world who's the one exploring the outside world and here's where our lovely neuroscience the neuroscience of acting on autopilot this is the one guy that talks to us about the people who do the running into the building and yada yada yada. they're not using their prefrontal cortex the prefrontal cortex is used by those who are in fact strategizing thinking they're already again people who are trying to ensure they behave and are in a specific way this is so much of an interest because the restored body embodied person uses more and more and more every day of our lives the integrated mind and so we will not be using that prefrontal cortex this way the people who have dysregulated and modulated embodied selves they're lower on energy they're in self-preservation they don't want to be around people they isolate they those types of individuals will think about life in this way let me see the things that i can control the amount of effort i put in my words my actions how i treat others whether or not i follow rules how i handle my feelings my decisions how i take care of myself things that are out of your control what other people do things from the past other people's choices the weather how other people feel what other people say so the fact is control and using that word can work for you up to a certain point here's where the intermediate level of the inner growth mindset program is all about a person who is learning how to okay direct what you're doing and moving eventually out of this rigid form of duality which serves the teenager well as they learn to be secure if they learn to be secure most teenagers they follow a crowd like most people that i've met i have a handful of individuals who are actual own agents and they are intellectually savvy and consciously aware of themselves and although they may not be intrigued in neuroscience in any way shape or form they are intrigued in why people do what they do they are intrigued in learning about humanity from practical and you know information they are not mystics in fact this is the part where the the handful they're not intuitives when i present to them clairs and and all my experiences they will listen but they're not necessarily in the experience of it and they'll break it down into something that is um you know very much 
mathematical which isn't the same because when we know of our oversoul when we know of our actual past lives and future lives and just when there is this opportunity because i find it a beautiful gift it's still a gift although at the same time i know it doesn't have to be because maria will not be maria and if there is other lifetimes so it doesn't actually matter to any of my other lifetimes what i have seen or not seen and here's why 4d people you know they really miss out on the human life they can have while being busy thinking they're special and ignoring the fact that the idea that they think they're special or want to think they're special or want to be alone or want to be in nature whatever it is that they're you know making up in their brain they're ignoring the human part again and why would i not want to mingle and tingle with more and and this is the part of where they're not resolving their unresolved trauma their unresolved insecurities which is normal because we all will be born infants and insecure and our parents if we're lucky we get secure but still we will have those areas where we will not be seen soothed and therefore we will not be safe we will not be secure in our own home and we will learn every one of us will have learned how to make sense of that so for me i've always made sense of it in a way of equanimity and handling my emotions with love why because i can why would i not love my mother why would i not love my sisters why would i not love my home but again i i recognize i have a household that is physically safe i was not abused physically i was not um, in a household of authoritarian or permissive i was in a household and i'm in a household of authoritative there was no unresolved uh, trauma to the extent of a type of dissociation by my parents so there was no neglect neglect is leaving your kid in a room for an hour to cry on end for example neglect is if i'm cold and you never get me warm within the first year of my life i'm gonna have to disconnect from my body somehow i'm gonna have to turn off emotions because my experience expecting is not being met i'm being met by non-contingent communication so loneliness again the state of distress or discomfort that results when one perceives a gap between one's desires for social connection and actual experiences of it a new study finds that the brains of people who score higher in loneliness react in unique ways when viewing video content while the brains of non-lonely individuals react similarly to each other the results suggest that lonely individuals may literally view the world in a different way perhaps finding less value in life moments that non-lonely individuals would enjoy so they find less value in life moments the energy of life goes down well i wonder why but the part about them not seeing themselves in the social connections and experiences they want so they 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 have not done inner exploration and allowed themselves to create a different story and here's why it's a very multi-faceted multi-layered approach if you want to be the human version of you and that's where people get to choose the enlightenment soul age group person is a person who wants to be a human being who is already in this sphere and they are loving every day of life they are an integrated mind or stored embodied self and then there is the part of the intuitiveness i want to add that because really if they're teachers alone and what i mean by that is they're mathematicians so just the science stuff right they don't have the experiences of knowing 
for example soulmates and over souls and twin flames and dreams these aspects that we will continue to look at with physics and neuroscience to support the people who want to move out of 4d and so out of this idea of nightmares furthermore remember the future of our lovely galaxy goes in a specific way the stars do go out and so the the idea of these false lights that i've heard my entire ascension you know since i began knowing about 5d now i'm like okay wait a minute these people those are pessimists for sure because they didn't keep learning they're not learning about the human stuff had they looked at how the universe works they would have said oh that's that dream now i get it so in one of the episodes i got to learn um that the stars there's like a red type and then there's a white type and that they could be the ones that we'll have to use in the future when our stars when our sun goes out if we make it that far the same way i learned also that in the space people uh, astrophysicists and whatnot they have categories for um planets or species and advances of species so like category one you use all of the energy of your planet category two is you can use all of the energy of your entire galaxy i think or solar system i forget and then three would be more than just your galaxy and then they go on to say how we, we assume and think that maybe what happens is species they end up you know making bad use of their planet's energy and poof they're dead which obviously we all know is a possibility and we we all i mean i know i've heard of many different aspects but again here's where the pessimists are going to not be doing shit it's the optimists who are going to be looking at something and yeah we need people who believe in humanity in the future otherwise basically it's all doomsday and you know the saddest part about the doomsday people is that it's completely fear they all are just sitting in fear and then they're making a big big fuss about it in a very unnecessary way the modulated ones who think are they're fighting anything are just creating more damage than good and then there's the people who think we cannot achieve ever a balance because it's impossible uh, because apparently they they don't believe that again humanity could learn to get it together (laughs) you know what makes me laugh is that there's so many subject matters and and people keep on presenting the same reasoning for why humanity cannot make it into a specific state so here's where this is another article epiphenomenalism one of philosophy's most disturbing i don't agree with that but to this person disturbing ideas do our thoughts have any meaning whatsoever epiphenomenalism (laughs) this is a hard word to pronounce Uh, is the idea that our conscious minds serve no role in affecting the physical world on the contrary our thoughts are a casually irrelevant byproduct of physical processes that are occurring inside of our brains according to epiphenomenalism we are like children pretending to drive a car it can be great fun but we are really not in charge what if you don't matter (laughs) what if what if all of your thoughts precious feelings great dreams and terrible fears are completely utterly spectacularly irrelevant and by the way they are my lovely ihp community because here's the point there's eight billion of us and all of those eight billion are more growing plus the countries plus the politicians and every other of the half of doomsday people or however many there are well guess what they're all out there doing 
they're all out there just spelling out why we can't make it to somewhere else or what they don't like about what they're seeing there's so many different areas that yes the common day human person is utterly our thoughts when we're engaging they're they're not doing shit except for this but this is important this is what you have and then we we have these institutions that were built mathematically speaking there's a reason why institutions were built like see here's where the structure is needed because people are not yet they're full-blown grown-ups and the fact is there's so many excuses for why people sit in suffering that i mean the reality to me it's become clearer and clearer and clearer that people choose fear period and actually one of my closest friends did they mentioned this this one moment where i actually was silly enough to ask a thought because i thought i would be you know i thought i was in a interaction of interest but i don't believe that there is any interest in what i i do in the case of what i'm talking about because of the response because of the behavior because of everything so when people do care about what you do and they know you care about what you do they actually want to contribute so they get engaged and they they want to share food for thought you know like they they like my divine masculine in the making they actually in their way care to support me on my journey with ihp when they're presenting me a lot of different things and then also as a friend personally so in this case again i think it was more of a reaction and, and just something that a standard you know people do what they do basically and the sentence was that people don't choose love people don't care about love and uh, this was where i was analyzing my video statistics and one of the videos on i forget the topic now got a lot more views than the one that promoted and supported love and so you know i was just told people don't choose love they choose the shit stuff essentially which made me cry obviously um, because that was very disappointing not only to hear but also just to acknowledge and again and again and again so here's where people get to make sense of their life and most people will choose fear and that's why they'll be like oh i don't want to be around people so some of us we actually understand that life it's this you want to make sense of it you make sense of it you want to suffer because you can't make sense of the fact that you won't know for sure don't i mean it's not that hard the only people that i actually have a bigger compassion hat on at this point is the fact that i know that extreme source of trauma leads to physical impairment of some sort that it's not impaired for for good there is still opportunities and that's why i'm happy to see the good mental health professionals out there because i know they're going to help the younger generation as for the adults who want to keep crapping on life they've already made their choice so the people who want to keep suffering and keep thinking in pessimistic ways and find excuses for why they should and can and be triggered by those of us who love life and actually say hey guess what i think that you talking about the end of the world is a bunch of bullshit and it's not promoting anything and i don't you know this is where i'll choose toxic positivity over toxic negativity the only reason it's toxic is because people are suppressing their emotions instead of having grown-up language fyi so toxic positivity is a person who's like always pretending to smile and ignoring the fact that inside they're horrendously upset then they're also ignoring the fact that there are a buttload of institutions out there that you can go to seek people who don't have access to information they need us they need the ones of us who want to say hey guess what let me support you 
and you know what those people who don't have the resources do when they get information because we've all seen when immigrants and when people from lesser rich places they go and they thrive because they want to live why because they actually have been living a life that is threatened they appreciate what they have they're not there busy thinking about the first world problems that all these other individuals who are out there yelling at each other and silencing each other are doing so enlightenment the soul age group of those of us who are mystics we are very much at peace because there's one thing that all human beings have it's called free will now this in fact doesn't mean your stuff means shit it just means you get to choose when you wake up in the morning how you're going to breathe what you're going to think and what you're going to say and guess what you're going to keep on choosing the same things the people who are in the institutions they're not geniuses had they been geniuses our world would be in a very different place than it is right now this is the one reason why the whole evil crap never like nah if evil actually existed this word that people love using so much when they're in the face of danger in difficult emotional situations because when you're in physical danger you're not going to be here to tell me about it okay so when people are telling me about it they're telling me about it from their own perspective their own entire body and they're completely ignoring their emotional stance if they were not then they'd be talking versus getting all so the part of people and their emotions and not recognizing is that you can learn to be quite at ease inside as you present the case that is your own opinion and suffering is actually emotional more than the physical is about pain the suffering is the mind and the way you're evaluating something and so being in doomsday is something i've actually seen my entire life and i've always found it again bullshit because if evil did exist then it would have killed us all period and and the only reason people have any way to go into those little wiggle rooms is because of stories and that's where the different soul age groups lie and the 3d 4d so here the 4d people that see these futures with these false lights apparently they didn't get the physics that i got or the science because as soon as i saw that like okay and then i also noted what the astrophysicists say about aliens they're like don't expect them to have anything green or not green because their atmosphere is going to be completely different we don't know what they would look like so again let's try and stay grounded but this is where this beautiful land of spiritual spirituality and human elements is what we get to navigate the enlightenment soul age person in a 5dc spectrum that is which is my lovely community the ones of us who actually do understand this is not some battle living your life is not a battle it's a battle for those who have had a level of trauma that's for sure they have two layers to get through they have their attachment category which is very important to note and that is because their body actually has a dysregulated or a modulated embodied experience this is not fun fatigued and then there's rumination for dysregulated and there's also um there's despair this is the lonely thing right here modulated they're in sympathetic sometimes they want to be around people sometimes they don't both body types with the mind are in self-preservation and so their mind is working in rigidity and chaos and they're going to have attached cry collapse submit please appease or they're going to have this lean away from because of a disconnected emotional self right or an overly 
emotional hyperactive self which is preoccupied and so they're going to be agitated and the shoe's always about to drop so they're like, i can't have you i need you i need you you know or they're going to be completely disorganized and that's fragmented and they're going to be living already a life like it's not a real thing anyways and that can go in so many different ways and so this is where the head is disconnected from the body the masculine of these individuals disconnected from the body only if you begin to be aware and create the connection but it can only happen if you look at your own self and the world with compassion because compassion indicates you're using your social engagement system which would equal the ventral vagus nerve and your mind is moving into you using right and left left and right so you don't sit in left i need my proof and that's it no you allow the right to say okay a and b and c and maybe c won't be a b maybe c will be a c b d but it doesn't mean i have to say okay because c disproves b i'm going to cancel it completely the people who have an integrated mind and that are doing mind sight and mindfulness and so they're actual functional adults they're actual human beings who understand forgiveness and understand that we are imperfect and understand that this the sentence right here about the epiphenomenalism people this is what they will also note the ones who are in the enlightenment soul age group the ones who are just teachers there is subject matter experts who bring to us society new updated information so their soul age group is that the ones who keep on learning about their own self-love do stuff through their relationships and this is where i see them all over the place and in fact here's where karma comes into the mix so karma i saw this one sentence um, and before we actually move into the topic i wanted to read a couple of nicabm.com quotes this one's stephen hayes the experience of not being good enough is about connecting to the pain so that we are not compulsively trying to escape it and then there was another one that i saw from um who was it this was the one guy here oh that's the wind we are a culture that goes after image image is more important than substance this is michael yapko phd and he's talking about this is a course for worthless worthlessness um how can we help people who never feel like they're good enough there are times of course when we all feel inadequate about something in our lives but for many people this feeling goes much deeper it gets woven into their personal fabric worthlessness defines who they are and how they think others in the world see them and without help they become trapped in a painful cycle of doubt and self-judgment that blocks them from growth this is nicabm.com where you can learn more about a lot of things so here's where you know sad guru i'm going to read what he this is a sentence from him sadhana is always structured like this first you establish balance then intensity intensity without balance can lead you completely off course yes people can hear these words balance doesn't mean anything to a person when it comes to how they're interacting with their experiences in life balance is when you are in your integrated mind with your ventral vagus nerve engaged when you can be in front of somebody who's in their biological rudeness and you have a loving heart not because you say oh great job you're in your biological rudeness no because in your body you are balanced your level of intensity is present because you are experiencing from 
the depth of you and what is the word equanimity and people to this day think this is inaccessible i tell you it is very accessible and i personally had no knowledge of somatics or trauma had no knowledge of this ventral vagus nerve or integrated mind and the inner growth mindset for example that was built was built and is here for that contemplation of your motions and thoughts and really it's just you thinking through you and the body element isn't a part of it now i have body element and i can bring that into the mix but it starts from your mind the mental layer is the most important part of your ascension journey and just your journey as a human being and most people will disregard that again as i was saying before emotions do lead you and this is why if you take ownership of your own emotional realm and choose i'm going to choose to lead with love this means something specific which is why anyone who's protecting themselves still from humanity will not choose that because they automatically are in a body that is not safe with other human beings so you can do all the sadhana you want you can promise to Sadhguru you'll unconditionally love people it's the minute you're around the people who are going to be treating you a certain way that i the person who's in the enlightenment soul agent will see if you actually have achieved this balance and intensity it's not divine scent because it's from as Sadhguru again points out from out there heaven no divinity is a word that is used and when you look at yoga and you look at buddhism i might be joining a buddhism psychology class if i get the opportunity you will find that they all point to the same stuff that i've been learning about the mind and the body from the trauma experts somatic experts daniel siegel with interpersonal neurobiology i mean technology and sciences all explain everything that i will in the future learn on the other spectrum of spirituality stuff and that would be that you're using your human mammalian heritage so it isn't divinity to be equanimous it isn't divinity to be balanced it isn't it isn't anything special it is a human being who's making use of their body did i get lucky i don't know maybe i did because i didn't have a parent who neglected or abused me and beat me to shit okay so yeah i got lucky i also got lucky that i my lovely brain here got to make sense of things because the reality is the brain of yours is what made sense as the attachment category researchers making sense of the really difficult things that happen to you is what's going to make a difference in how you're going to experience life secure attachment is my doing but because i began with it so we will have always the awareness some people don't begin with this well guess what there's a whole institution of psychologists that are really really great and they're spelling it out and you know what i get to hear when people hear that i have answers for their suffering i get to hear shit is what i get to see and so when someone's talking to me about mysticism let's move back into this and i hear this this karma so i saw this video of this lady who's who's basically insinuating that whoever it is that did whoever it is wrong is getting their karma and that they're in a shithole like something of their job that they wanted is going to shit everything's going to shit you know and this lady is reading tarot for someone and, and she's giving a message and i understood the message and i'm thinking wow this is really awful like you actually are wishing upon some human being what you're speaking what you're speaking seems to me like you think this is fair and this is the part about when people think that they can say what is fair to do that this is one place that will just it won't ever um, a person who's in their enlightenment 
soul age group from our heart our brains and our body we have complete awareness of this word free will it goes beyond any type of belief system because it's called your thinking your uttering of these words that you speak your steps your baby steps your big steps all of it will have made sense to you somehow now one i'm not you let me hear let me hear what your process is i'm present Uh, people love using i'm present without anything from my past i ain't going to judge you i'm not judging me i'm going to be present and aware of my emotions fyi so the, the minute you know your own filters person who loves there's only one filter i love period i know what i won't like don't mistreat me don't bullshit me why because why would you lie like these are those they these are just very basic human concepts don't push me don't touch me otherwise i'm going to push you back if i have to but i'm going so treating each other with respect this means i'm not going to assume to know anything about you and i will not start making assumptions and no matter if i feel good or not good about it i'm going to ignore those feelings in the sense of let me leave them here in the back and i will keep them present in my awareness if i need to for other things you learn easily how to be equanimous when you choose love why because it's the right thing to do why because i don't know your body so i can't know what you live and i don't know your mind so i can't know how you think and no matter how much i can understand how you think i ain't gonna try and make sure i know everything of how you think no you either tell me who you are or you don't you know there this is the equation and so wishing karma upon people this lady as she was pointing it out what i noticed is whoever this person is and whoever these people are that are going through shit because they were like they pretend to be someone they're not they thought they could get a job they can't do they're just trying to you know still compete and 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 basically compete with something that they began battling which is the person that they treated like shit and now all of it is coming crumbling down so they don't have this job opportunity that they wanted and there's really a lot of mental struggle and i was like wow this sounds you know like those who have a tendency of an inflated ego so there's a working through narcissism in a good way hopefully hopefully with you know a a good therapist my my thought immediately went i hope whoever these people are have a good somatic and sensory motor therapist around them and that they know well enough to go and get that help but um the part about them receiving their karma this is this is the bullshit this is where any person who wants to talk about spiritual metaphysics is a terrorism they should not use the word anointed ones or anything like that because if you actually can conceive of yourself as somebody who's here to support and you're talking about karma this way not to mention you're distorting it because karma is not good or bad i mean i played with it as a teenager too you know the whole karma's a bitch but i knew in my heart of hearts like that's not really the way you use it in fact at some point somebody corrected me and said you know that's actually not what karma is and so we all learn information as we move into grown-up land and and this is why there isn't this perfection but the part about people and and their struggles like my attachment style friend doesn't matter how biologically rude they get we will want them to be happy and and this is the part of knowing that people if they're not happy it's because of human suffering in their own physiology because of their own history we won't be thinking about the you know aliens coming down or some other planet that you're from that that who cares if a loved one from your oversoul or just any human being is suffering and you're a person and you want to talk about spirituality or enlightenment and you're not wishing well and or trying to help then you really need to reevaluate 
what you speak from your mouth and the whole concept to me this is the reason the 4d 3d again they come from the past they're in history they they wish they were still medieval times this year 4d people do shit like this lady and there's a bunch of them that actually are thinking about people receiving their karma the way this lady described and then i know that there's a bunch of people that are having these experiences and i'm thinking all of the people who are in this quote-unquote karma place need good therapy because whatever the shit that is going down is not a positive and this is their opportunity if they have the unconditional loving people around them their opportunity to expand consciousness and these 4d people are busy yelling about oh i'm so satisfied now like literally this is almost like i'm seeing a person with their little the badge not of honor that's the modulated people for you they think they can say what's fair and what's not and then they're going to go and cast judgment this is the same the story of the one guy that said guru the divine whoever it was where he realizes his vengeance was nothing more than his arrogance or whatever it is and he goes up to the mountain and die oh that part I, all of the stories to me of these people who go up to the mountains and die they all didn't take ownership ownership means i face that i made mistakes and then i go and make up i go and fix i go and do that that is courage running off to a hill means you just ran away again and didn't do anything about what you realize so i do not find it um to be adult or ownership or life or courageous to admit to yourself i've done wrong and then to go and sit in regret and wallow in your sorrows for the rest of your life that is called choosing the easy way out again and it's still the same actual aspect of shame which is hiding away and it's that equal to coward because a person who does care we will always present the opportunity and take ownership this is where we, none of us are perfect either we come together as a species and work together which is where the people who are 5d are where the enlightenment soul age of people are it has nothing to do with agreeing on anything it has everything to do with being able to have our emotions be there not get pissy or whiny or you know yada 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 and to you know just know none of us got it right none of us matter in oneness we matter together in oneness not one person alone and so this is where courage means heart not the opposite anytime people choose to isolate it's not a positive sign loneliness not a positive sign and it's something that stems from your own insecurity which is not good or bad it's a natural thing to want to be seen soothed safe and secure with your loved ones and you won't always be like that because they won't always agree with everything you think from the get-go of your life and there you go i mean again more compassion is there for those who have a body that feels yucky because the body feels heartbreak gut wrench torn apart trauma memory is painful physically painful and mentally so there's an act of suppression this is understandable however there's consciousness of when there's revenge that is being taken like my one friend spitefulness there's consciousness when these things happen it ain't the devil it ain't a karmic energy nothing it's a human being who disregards i the person am choosing to do an act to another human being because there's a suffering inside my body and i am choosing to allow myself to stay in criticism towards myself this is why 
only through compassion can you heal your trauma the mindfulness and mindset experts all the experts of our brain and bodies they say the compassion and people don't know this word means your body in the ventral vagus nerve with the mind that is going soft so the whole chatter brain shutting it up it's not about you sitting in silence it's actually about you learning to help your body and mind feel at ease inside of your own self the mediators with the therapist is because they can walk you through whatever's coming up a sliver of memory and then they can give you the psychoeducation or you have good mentors good coaches good and when i say good i mean like people say hey by the way i'm not a therapist but i do know a lot of things and you know staying informed and saying okay like with my attachment style friend i think that support could be beneficial in the most polite egregious way possible so to get an answer of ah humanity sucks so why should i that's the inner critic and outer critic that's the shame cycle and that's the protective lens that's not ready to be their own adult version and then them going out of their way to basically i'm going to claim my right so they're following their body however if the level of suffering does not diminish you are not supporting yourself you're consistently staying in a rigid mind which leads to human suffering which is where i don't believe people can stay stuck anywhere but from what i've gathered there can be damage that takes place with the mind in circumstances which is my biggest worry but again this is the part i i'm nobody except for a person who's a friend we cannot force people to move into their expansion of consciousness and that's because as long as they're following the rules and living a normal life the structure is not imposing certain things and people would not want the structure meaning government to impose to them anything that's where it's a i think catch 22 i mean so people will talk about no don't be compassionate i say we need compassionate people like i say to my lovely divine masculine friend and those who are in the other realm and so the masculines they serve as a type of structure and the two balance each other out and the reality is we don't even have to do anything because nature always balances itself out here's where those optimists we're optimists because we actually know life keeps moving forward and that there's no meaning in anything because tomorrow for all we know we're not here so there is meaning but there is no meaning we will do what we can and we will know what we can do like my attachment style friend i've done everything i could there's other people that also and there's a specific feeling for those of us who are intuitive where we know we did it all we did it all it's like up oh, okay i'm out of my you know little bag of, of of tricks quote unquote of solutions of love of all of the things that i could offer to try and support loved ones but to do the whole karma that is not in any way shape or form don't call yourself spirituality anything if you're using karma that way one it's erroneous we all can have karma and that is actually a person who's doing karma in the moment but they serve a community and so as long as there are 3d 4d type mindset people they will look to readers like that those are their spiritual guides those are the people they follow those of us who are in the enlightenment soul age group we are different so for me as this person again is speaking i'm like god this is really starting to one piss me off and two i'm hoping that whoever you know again this group of people are that they're getting good somatic and sensory motor therapy because it feels to me that they're going through a shithole right now like whatever's going down is not positive so hopefully they have that actual support that can get them to move into another 
area in their body when i see my attachment style friend and other people who don't move into expansion in these and right now because i don't remember what there's a couple of events that are going on which is why the whole karma lady i mean i know what's going on intuitively so the thing is there's shit going down the ones of us who are in expansion and enlightenment it's good we know exactly where we're at the ones who are in the middle mm, there's a lot that are in the middle the, i'm gonna leave that one for another episode but i will say the ones who have not chosen to expand they're being given again an opportunity right now to look through the turmoil and to allow themselves to face the trauma memory the suffering with love and so with the ownership they're being given this okay let's take it let's make sense of it let's move into softness if they don't choose softness so they're going to choose rigidity again and this isn't good or bad they're just choosing to stay within that vibration that's it is what it is while we can do is try to support our loved ones the best we can and then you know keep sharing good information with each other food for thought don't silence each other and we'll be back again with more in the meantime have a wonderful day